You're listening to the Yoga Teacher's Helper, a podcast about how to become a better and more successful yoga teacher. With Anastasia Shevchenko, the founder of the Berlin Yoga Conference, and Nadezhda Gapova, founder of Yoagna Yoga and Nonstop Yoga Festival. Hi, you're listening to the Yoga Teacher's Helper, episode 10, Fresh Yoga Teacher, Continuous Learning. So this is the last episode of season one, and this is the last episode in a series of five episodes about being a fresh yoga teacher from episode five to ten. So if you missed any of the previous episodes, you can always listen to them on our website. Today, we would like to share with you what it takes to keep up with the pace, <laughs> with the rest of the world, and staying in a competitive environment, a great yoga teacher that you could possibly be. Nadezhda, would you like to start this episode by sharing your own ideas about what it means to you to continuously keep on learning? First thing just I would like to share is this continuous learning is very important. I think that's the start. To understand and to admit and really to want never to stop your learning, really to understand how it's important that is. Um, it's very important because uh, the world around us are very dynamic and everything what happens uh, around us and we are, we are in constantly development. So by staying on one point, we will just tuck. It's kind of like you don't pour your flowers and someday they will dry out. So really to understand it very deeply how important it is to understand that you never can learn uh, or know everything that's always something you can learn more bring you in the position that you really radiate this uh, state of mind and the people will have much more respect to you as when you come and you say i am so well learned so well educated and i know everything and how i say like it's like this um so that it will be just your inner state that will be projected by other vibes and uh, people will look at you with much more interest because they know that you are interested in developing yourself and in developing of them yes and and of course what what is really important to add is that the yoga path continues all the time as long as you're alive so it's not like at one point you know you become enlightened and then you're just like blissing out the whole time. No, it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> uh, it's about enlightened living. It's about continuously building on your awareness and liberating yourself from all of the things that constrict your body and your mind. So how we can do this continuous learning? Of course, the first is by practicing yourself. Because all the time you can open something new in your body, in your mind, how the same exercise works with you. It's uh, always um, changed with the time, depending on your experience in your everyday life and experience working with your own body and mind. And, and you also build on awareness layer by layer. If you think about awareness, then think of an onion. And, yeah. and so it's not that you, you, you are like expanding in size. It's that you are building on top, on top, on top of the layers. Becoming more deep. <laughs> or, or you can also say that you are going into the heart of the onion layer by layer by peeling away another layer. So if you think about, you know, traditionally in terms of your own being, you have the physical being, you have the energetic being, you have the mental being, you have the emotional being, you have the spiritual being, then it, 
it you can see how much complexity is involved and just like in the physical level you can um, go deeper and deeper mm -hmm. and deeper you can learn more and more anatomy and you can learn more and more aspect and you know there is constantly new and new research um, and so is with each of those layers you can always uh, uh, penetrate with your consciousness yet another 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 level yeah, and the only difference between the onion and this continuous learning is that continuous learning is infinite exactly <laughs> this layer infinite of, onion <laughs> infinite onion in the deepness exactly <laughs> yeah so the second very wonderful way of learning is uh, to teach others that we were speaking in our first episodes i think and everyone knows this even by preparing some kind of presentation you learn and um So teach others and you learn a lot about yourself. And about others, and like about many others. different types of students. You know, you have people coming from many different backgrounds, many different health issues, many different mental issues, many different mental patterns. And being in contact with all of that variety and all that difference and learning how to deal with that and how to guide these people with whatever circumstances that they have and whatever baggage that they have is going to help you to be a, a better teacher each time because uh, you can then also, based on your experience, try to create um, connections, creative connections between different problems. Uh, that's one aspect of it. And another aspect is that you can start deducing. So you can use um, your previous experience to guess what would be the solution for a new situation. And, and that's powerful. Of course, um, there is always a limit to this. Uh, you have to be mindful and uh, making sure that you are not uh, projecting your own, your own uh, ideas about how things should be and they're actually different in reality. But experience is what helps you to make better judgments later on because you can use what you learn to create uh, better decisions. Exactly. So that's um, really connects to observing. Um, we can learn by observing others to practice. And uh, we learn by observing others um, how they teach. Um, that's a great way. You just go to the other classes, to the workshops and really pay attention how they explain the things, how they make their sequences, how they're dealing with the, uh, their students. You can learn by observing a lot and make your own practice and your own way to teach more vast with more, much more um, possibilities. Sure. And speaking about like observing other people practicing, this is something that we usually don't do because when we go to like a yoga class, the teacher tells us, focus on your own practice, don't look around. <laughs> which, which of course they're right. But the, but the funny thing is that we sometimes forget is that we have this really beautiful ability as mammals to mirror the states mm -hmm physical and mental states of other people. And that means that, for instance, when you're observing someone doing like a, an advanced practice, it could be like an asana, it could be a pranayama, it could be an advanced meditation, it could be sitting in samadhi. There are so many possible practices that one could do and observe others do. You can actually kind of intuitively get into their state of mind and into their state of consciousness, and this could be very powerful. So I'm not saying that you should like observe other people how they do their postures and like criticize yourself for not doing it as well. More think of it as getting inspired and and um, trying to access 
the state of inner being of the person who's going through these experiences. And as a teacher, this is very, very important. This is like the greatest teachers. This is what they do intuitively. Just looking at the person that can already tell where that person is in terms of their not only state of body, but also their state of mind. You can learn by looking at the others while they're practicing, or you can also learn by looking at the others while you are teaching. So not only there is two ways. When you teach, of course, you learn how to explain the things and you understand yourself much more better, uh, the ways what you do. But also when you observe your students, you see how they progress, how they deal with the specific asanas and with specific states of their development. And in this way, you can also learn a lot. Of course, definitely. And then um, because yoga is like a very vast system, there's so many ways that you could approach it from many angles and many different perspectives. You can uh, always learn from other healers. You can learn from other spiritual traditions. You can learn from other mindfulness practices. And you can also learn from other moving arts, from martial arts, from... Um, I don't know, dance from whatever. There are That's many all different, also. it's all, all connected. Anything that you do with your body that influences your mind and your emotions and your, your state of being, it, it's all really one and just many different variations on the same truth. So be open-minded you, and discover and see where your own journey and your own predispositions and your own talents and your own interests and passions lead you to follow that and create something unique, something that has not been done before, something that you can offer and no one else could because they are not you. So imagine the possibility. I mean, really, take a moment. You could have really made a very special, unique contribution to this world. So do it. Yes. We are learning something new by doing something new. And um, don't, yeah, open yourself. Uh, don't stuck to the routine. Um, try to new, uh, do a new project or do have your new projects, maybe businesses, open up. Uh, go for travel or like me I changed one city I moved to the other one that really um, learned I learned a lot out of this but also teach uh, try to teach yoga to different uh, types of people that you can um, learn more about this all the varieties how people deal with yoga become a parent <laughs> yeah, you will learn a lot about yourself and your yoga practice then. <laughs> yeah, and also about the, the structure and routine and self-discipline, because mm -hmm. after that, you really have to be much more structured and self-disciplined to still find the time for your practice and for your teaching. Yeah, doing social work, something uh, for free where you can learn from a bigger project is always a... Be or just not only for free, but just working for some bigger projects. Um, there you can learn how to make your own processes better and optimized yeah you can always get inspired from yoga and non-yoga related people you can do it in person you can do it per video you can read books you can listen to podcasts you can go into an advanced teacher training or you can do a teacher's intensive um, there are just so many so many ways and it doesn't always have to do completely or entirely or exclusively with yoga you could uh, as we talked about earlier you really relate uh, this mindfulness practice to so many other disciplines and create crossovers across disciplines and create fusions and and make something new based on how you understand it 
and uh, of course check it how how well it works on you over time <laughs> before you start pitching and saying okay I really came up with like the method to get enlightened in five days <laughs> <laughs> you know if you if that's what you accomplished very good I mean maybe <laughs> it will help others but also you never know because you have very specific type of backgrounds that helped you to do that um, so you always have to um, check it with reality and and um, offer it to the people and see if it really does what it's supposed to do and uh, perfect it like yeah. make it better and better each time but also not it's only not only about creating something new in your teaching but also to uh, to gain more deep understanding of what you are teaching and sometimes you go to some workshop that's not related to yoga but you get some ideas and then in the way how you teach the same sequences the same asanas you use this new experience and uh, bring it to yeah to the people maybe um, to your students that they can understand much more better um, the way of what is it yeah and then of course you can always go into like um a deeper aspect of the yoga practice that has to do with a specific issue for instance these days it's really popular to do trauma sensitive yeah. thing it's like everyone is doing trauma sensitive because we're all so traumatized you know the, the world is so traumatized and we all need to heal <laughs> well which is like great sure i mean if that's what you're calling that's your calling then you can go deeper into anatomy and you know really go wild with the fascia and then the cells and and like um dna it's like really based on your own uh, passion based on your experience you can um go into psychology you can go into neuroscience neurobiology you can go into um, quantum mechanics like me I, I i find a lot of connections between the yoga and quantum mechanics or quantum psychology um, because like really in the end of the day yoga is about um, states of consciousness and states of consciousness guess what they're happening all the time in in life in doing many different things and you can create a lot of crossover between a state of consciousness that you can achieve through a yogic technique and a state of consciousness that you can achieve through some other technique that is similar You can also um, learn something about coaching, like you can become a coach, mm -hmm. you know, like coach other people how to live their life better. Uh, I find the whole trend a little funny because like suddenly we have a lot of coaches who are like coaching other people how to become successful and better versions of themselves. But like what and what do you do exactly? Oh, I coach people. Oh, okay. So is that like the most amazing version of who you are <laughs> yeah it's like i i find that coaching is um maybe something that only people that really have achieved a lot of things in their life really should be doing and i would not call it coaching i would call it mentoring so when you have walked a path and you really have achieved a lot of things and i'm not talking achievement like a business achievement or corporate achievement i'm talking about like it's clear that the person in front of me is at the different level of consciousness and when that person comes and offers some kind of mentorship program i would want to learn from them but if it's like someone who's just like gonna tell me how to achieve my goals you know and all of this like whatever of mambo book. jumbo <laughs> that you get from some online course i'm like not interested <laughs> if you are a good coach to yourself if you really can deal with your life situations and then you learn the ways of explaining this to others like maybe asking the right questions this always helps yourself and helps you work with the other people 
I would say coaching is more for for oneself to work with each uh, from, with uh, oneself. Yeah, if you do some coaching course, just you coach. Yeah, yourself. yeah. The thing with coaching is yeah. like the thing that it's like it's it's an inferior version of uh, psychotherapy or you know some kind of talking therapy. You know, to be a psychologist, you actually need to learn like many years, <laughs> and uh, you you have a lot of responsibility when you deal with the psyche. And coaching these days, like anyone can do it, and you do it like in a couple of days, and you're suddenly a coach. <laughs> so choose um, wise. Yeah, <laughs> your coach. Yeah. So it's like in the end, the point is everything where you are talking about something is is limited because in the end you also have to be doing <laughs> so yeah so for me for example i learned a lot about also practice yoga and about what uh, how yoga is meant uh, by doing my yoga studio by yeah, running the yoga studio by learning the marketing skills business aspects brought again even more structure and understanding in my class also understanding of how important to have the structure and not only for one class but maybe for half a year you're doing your own structure how you will guide uh, your students for me also business um, at the moment is in a way of my spiritual fulfillment in the world around me in the physical way to show that I'm kind of not only living and <laughs> taking something from the world that but also that I can produce something out of me out of myself or just produce something and that give to other this. people would find valuable yeah and give it to the world and I think it's very valuable in our time yet to, to do something that you can measure not only just speak about this but you can measure and show and something that's it's really working yeah you can uh, go to um, an online university there are many different programs these days on specific health related wellness fitness or you know any of the academic disciplines um, that you could um, relate to yoga and all of this for free and um, sometimes of course there's an option to pay if you want to have like a certificate or something if you want to be recognized for studying for, towards a certain subject but basically the resources are there and you know on youtube there are so many interesting videos that you could watch about just about any subject you just need to have the inspiration motivation to to look for it and of course you can do workshops on yoga non-yoga related subjects going to retreats <laughs> going to retreats for <laughs> yourself this, yeah. um, like going in deeper into your own practice you can also go deeper into a specific technique like you start out as a yoga teacher but then you actually realize that the passion of your life is to teach people pranayama or meditation or consciousness journeying, like creating shamanic circles or something. You know, there are many different ways to approach the same subject, just from a slightly different perspective, with um, a little creativity. And of course, like going to yoga events where, you know, you, you're surrounded by many people around you who share your passion and who uh, are interested um, in the same um, subjects and also learning from them how they live their yoga lifestyle how they apply the the principles of yoga in their lives how they apply the ethics of yoga in their modern existence um, seeing how they relate to people and to the world and also learning about 
how you could do that yourself, uh, how to be a part of your community. Is yoga about uh, yourself and, and being a better version of yourself? Well, I would say that it's only one step. The next natural step would be to to take it out to the community and to offer something of value to other people around you and not concentrate so much on you, 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 but also think like we and what are we doing on this planet and how can we do things better? Getting inspired to somehow raise the overall um, level of consciousness for everyone. Learning takeouts for today are the first question. Where are you at at the moment? What do you need to learn now to be a better yoga teacher you can be? Uh, so define your state at the moment and uh, define the ways where you can develop yourself. The second question is, what are the possible ways how you could learn and get inspired for your teachings? After you developed your direction where you would like to go, you can search and find uh, the ways how to reach the state. The third one, is there anything that you could do for yourself that you need uh, now that would benefit your own practice and as a result will benefit your teachings? So think about uh, the teachings or the ways you can do to develop yourself. Mm -hmm. And now we'd like to speak about the season two. Yes, yeah, season two. So we're going to take a little pause between season one and season two. But basically, when we do come back, we have prepared a list of subjects for you that we would like to share with you today to get you excited about season two. And um, we would like to add that what we're going to do different is that in season two, we're going to invite some guests to join us. Maybe not every episode, but a lot of them. We would like to have um, some people speak on a specific subject to give you a, yet a different perspective. <laughs> and uh, here is the list of um, subjects we came up with for now. Nadezhda, would you like to read them? Uh, how to apply your yoga passion in a way that is not just about teaching yoga. Second one, self-marketing online and offline. Very important. Uh, the third one, the art of social media. Again, very important topic for now. Uh, the fourth one, making yoga videos and courses. The fifth one, becoming a yoga influencer. The sixth one, how to make your own yoga retreats and yoga holidays. The seventh one, how to make your own teacher training. So basically speaking, the, the, the season one is now for, um, of course, for everyone, but we are concentrating more deeply on specific topics and go more deeper in the theme. And uh, it's not only for, I mean, it's, we never do it for only for the new yoga teachers, fresh yoga teachers, so it will be interesting for everyone. Yes, and we would like to invite you also to, join, uh, to, to share with us what uh, topics that you would like us to discuss for your benefit. So if you email us, yogateachershelper at gmail.com, you can share with us what it is that you would like um, to learn about, and we will research the subject for you and prepare an episode based on that. So please don't be shy, get in touch, and we'll be happy to serve you. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you. Hi, thank you so much for listening to the Yoga Teacher's Helper. With you were Anastasia and Nadezhda. Feel free to connect to us over our webspace yogateachershelper.com, over Facebook and our email.